Montana. Jar Jar Jeremy. We're st I'm I'm still here at Plastic City Comic Con, and right now I get to sit down with friggin' awesome, extraordinarily awesome artist Mark Metzel. He's from the area, Western Mass people, all you 413 people. The, this guy, he puts on one. I, I it's now two, uh, one of two cons. I, I'm not talking about that new one that's out there on Facebook crowdfunding oh, the, um, oh there's, there's two of them now are there two there's two of them now we, we can get into never that under, uh, uh, yeah we, yeah, we yeah, can we'll definitely get into that, get into that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, one of two of the the comic cons that I, I love in Western Mass uh, Bing Comic Con I, I finally got to go last year it was great it was a good time there was tons of artists local people everything was a good time it was a, a steady flow of people going through Good time. The other one I just tried out this past one was the uh, Western Mass Comic Book Show. Or the one in Greenfield well. that I was also at. Yes, and again, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, let's talk about what the crowdfunding thing that is going on because, like, I didn't know if you would actually want to talk about that. Sure, sure. I, I don't have a problem. With okay, it. fantastic. So, quick brief synopsis on Springfield. Springfield has not had a comic book show yeah. in the area in at least 10-15 years. Yeah. Uh, we used to see them at the Civic Center and then after a while it just dried up. The science fiction shows that we used to see, they dried up. So five, six years ago, Mike, Mike Dobbs and I were driving around. We're like, you know, we'd like to really do something for the Bing, the Bing Art Center on Sumner Avenue. And we're like, why don't we do a small comic book convention? I know a lot of people. Yeah. We could probably have it at the Bing. So here we are now, six years later, We've moved our location down to Trinity Methodist Church. Yep. Terrific people to work with. I got a great haul by them. And we have a really good time. Everyone seems to like our show. And good parking. Free parking. We have food on site. Yep, that's true too. Yeah. You know, we food seem to have, we get a good draw. We keep growing our numbers every year. This past year, I mean, about a month or so ago, I had heard about a show on uh, Kickstarter that yeah. I wanted to set up in Springfield. So I checked it out. They had been promising a show since 2017. Uh, at the time, this is like I said, about a month ago, they were looking at raising $100,000. Yeah. I and they had that. $31 raised. I think they might be in the $100 range. Ooh, $100. Now. Okay. I, I, I just heard of it recently and looked at it okay. and I was like, I'll double, I'll double and check they're going it. for like a four day con. Yeah, they, they want to do a four day con in Springfield. They're looking at the Mass Mutual Center. Yeah. Um, if you're going to raise a hundred grand on Kickstarter, on Kickstarter, you're going to want to have a big name already associated with it, oh, which yeah. they don't. They don't have, they don't any have names. anybody. The uh, video that they, they show, to my knowledge, they haven't reached out to anybody. No, like, no, not that I know. The video that they show on Kickstarter is from other conventions. Yes, yes. Uh, I think what's going to happen is it's not going to happen. I mean, they've got no, probably like, less than thirty days to go. Yeah, and we'll probably see I them mean, pop I up wish again. I the best, like. But like it seemed a like it was out of the blue. Like yeah. I want to start a comic con. Bam! And right, like, start small. I mean, we we way start smaller than we we started board. small with twenty seven tables at the Bing. Yeah. Our second year, we went to the church and we bumped it up to I believe we we're at thirty five. We're now up to fifty. 
and we're comfortable at 50. Yeah. So. I actually appreciate these smaller cars. Yeah. It's and, a, and a big show in Springfield, it's it's going to have to be two or three days long. You're going to have to be, get the big guests. Your table rates are probably going to be anywhere between two or three hundred dollars. Your entry fee is probably going to be like twenty-five, thirty-five dollars. I was figuring closer to forty. Okay. <clears throat> and I just don't see it happening, especially with what they were asking for when it came to the Kickstarter. You know, twenty dollars here, thirty dollars there. You're gonna have to get a lot of people supporting yeah. it, and it's, I don't think it's gonna happen. And big names, like you're gonna need somebody with a big pocket. You're yeah. going for a hundred grand, like you, really, that should have been. Hey, even talking to a few banks, like that's yeah. You're, and I tell you, to even lot. if in Springfield you've got a few options for hotels, your biggest option right now, which could be someone's best option, would be MGM. MGM, yeah, but. We've already investigated that. If you want to rent a room, one of their big ballrooms upstairs next to the theaters, it's going to cost you 10K from 10 to 4. A one day event, 10 grand, okay? That doesn't include your table and uh, chair fees. They have their their, uh, specific selected vendor for tables and chairs. And they're not going to tell you how much. Oh, nice. Now you get your free parking. You've got people who can come in and hit up the you know the casino and yeah. do the show. It's a great event. It's a great spot to have a show. No, definitely. But you have to have the big name guests. You have yes. to have people people you, you able to afford it. You already have to be it. a pretty established con right. to pick right. up a venue like that. Well, the kick this Kickstarter, if you look at their address, they want to do the show at the Mass Mutual Center, which is owned by MGM. So you're you're still talking errors between probably five and eight oh, grand yeah, yeah, easily for a day. Right for a day. So now you got this other show that just popped up the other day, uh, Springfield Comic Con. Oh, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it showed up on Facebook. He has a website which has just no information. Yeah, that, I, coming I soon. had people asking me about it. I'm like, I have no idea. I saw a thing and I was like, Springfield Comic Con, I should share that in my comic group. And I hadn't looked into it. I just figured somebody had established a con. And then somebody was like, do you know anything? I'm like, no, not really. Uh, well, if you go, into it and, yeah. Well, if you check out their Facebook page, they are also saying that their address is the Mass Mutual Center. Yeah. Um, there was some questions and answers on their page, and the guy who's running it, guy's name is. It, I have no idea who he is. Mike? I know he's Mike something or other. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. He, was a he's Mike. run a few shows down south. I think I saw like t- up to ten shows that he was running. He answered some of the questions and answers, and a lot of it was kind of vague. Yeah. Uh, no site, no date, no ticket price. No information. Now, if he's looking at 2020 that's and you're serious, you better already have some of this information ready to go. Right. And that's if you're going at the end of the year. Like, right. That's right. If not, you're uh, you're five months away. Yeah, you're you're yeah. there. If, like, you look, if you're looking at the summertime, you should be putting out your list of who's going to be showing up right correct, now. Right. So I I don't know if either of them are going to happen. Um, the Kickstarter, I don't give any hope to. No. This other yeah, guy, no, Mike, like, he might be able to pull something because he has done other shows. We'll see what happens next year. I just don't understand why they didn't reach out to some of the smaller shows that are already going on in the area and say, I hey, agree. what's going on? How, I mean, does it, with, how does it feel for the atmosphere? Like, yeah. Is there even the, 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 the money here to be doing this? Right. I mean, I feel that he could have reached out to me. He could have reached out to Mike Dobbs. He's a co-creator of BingCon. Yes, Mike, I mentioned your name on a podcast. <laughs> uh, he could have maybe reached out to Kid Henry, who just put together yeah, that yep. Greenfield show. 
Now, Kit's going, he's looking to expand a little bit himself. He's looking to do a couple shows. He did a decent show. Yep, and he's I, I looking to do it. a couple other shows. Um, we hope that he can make it, make a go of it. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, for BingCon, this is our sixth year coming up. We're happy with where we are. Someone was asking us today, would you guys want to go into MGM? We'd love to try to go to MGM, but that would also kill our fan base yeah. and the... What and people now you're like about have our to show, pay like twenty dollars to get in instead. Yeah, of and we don't want to do that. I mean, for we have a five dollar entry fee, and our table rates for two different I mean, size tables, are, especially a five dollar entry, it means people can spend more money at the tables. At the tables. See, our goal was always just to give artists and writers in Western Massachusetts a chance to set up at a show that won't put them over the top when it comes to the table rate. Give them an opportunity to show off their wares yep. and have a good time. And I tell you. You you go you go to our show. Everybody knows each other. Yeah, we're all no, friends. No, it really is. We all I hang out. The door we all and chit chat. Joe's there. Yeah, bringing everybody's just like hey. Yeah, exactly. It's a family. So yeah. and that's what we like about the show. So that's where we're at now. Uh, this year, BingCon is on uh, October twenty sixth. Uh, same date, I'm same time. Sadly, will be yeah. out of the country. Yeah. You you plan Bing every year around my vacation. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I know there's a few other guys I'd love to have come to the show, like Mike Doherty, but he does a zombie uh, convention yeah. right, right around the same time. Same thing with Matty Ryan. Yeah. I'd love to have Matt come up and revise or redo his uh, art fight, which he started with us five years ago. Because that's back when we were in August. Yeah. But he also does a horror event in October, and he's tied up. So he was, he was gracious enough to let us use the name Art Fight. And anybody who wants to come to Bing, come on up at the stage. You got 90 seconds to draw some kind of crazy idea thrown out by the audience. Yes, it's uh, a great time to be stared at by everybody. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun too. It is. It definitely is. I had fun doing it. Yes. So that's where we're at with BingCon. Um, for this show, I you, love this Keith Gleason. You got CN Mandrake going on. Yeah, we we do have a good like, we we have a good guest list um, so far this year. We've got Richard Peeney uh, oh, yeah. no coming shit. back nice. from ElfQuest. He's, he's such a nice guy. Yep. Our pal Jim Lawson's coming back. He's an artist yep. on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, we also have uh, Sean Mandrake and uh, Justin Prokowicz. Uh, I know I just botched that name up. I'm sorry, Justin. That's okay. I messed up Sean's name. I, as you said, I was like, she corrected me the first time I said it like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean and Justin are um, artists of their own rights, and they both work at the uh, Kubert School yeah, for Cartoon she, Studies. She does some cool like uh, uh, sculpting stuff too. Yeah. Like she's Sean does amazing stuff. stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm, I ran into her at Kit Henry's show up in Greenfield, chatted with her for a little bit. She said that she loves the small one day shows. Yeah. So I invited her and Justin and because no, she was his, really yeah, down and to Justin's earth family person. are from Greenfield. Oh no okay. So it gives him excuse to come home and say hi to mom yeah. and then drive down to Springfield and hang out at a one day show. Yeah. My ulterior motive <laughs> is that her father is Tom Mandrake, yes. a well-known, very famous DC artist, and her mom is Jan Dersema, also a well-known DC artist. And I'm hoping that if she goes home after our show and says, Mom, Dad, that was a great show. You guys should come up next year, that we can maybe expand our guest list yeah. and have the uh, the family Mandrake come yeah, up. Yeah, the first time I met Sean was with her dad at, oh, yeah. uh, down in... Uh, I want to say East Coast Comic Con, but I, it, one of the New Jersey cons. Yeah, that's East Coast. But like, yep. yeah, he he was amazingly nice. She was too. Yeah. And like, then I saw her again in Greenfield. I was just like, hey, yeah, I know you. <laughs> yeah, Tom is a super nice guy. Very yep. very chill, very easygoing. 
I've never met Jan. No, I haven't um, met her yet either. But it'd be kind of nice to be able to get them down. Then maybe possibly we can, uh, you know, have our pal Mr. Bissett come down from Vermont because they are former um, schoolmates of his yeah. from the Kubert School. Now, what made you t- t- exactly start the bin? Like, you, you like, I, I know, like, you know, we, we were dry, as you said, on cons. Yeah. But, like, what made you think that you and Mike there could, like, pull this? Mike and I thought about it, and we said, okay, I can get the guests. Even yeah. if we keep it small, I know enough people in the yeah. area that I can get guests to come to us. But where can we have it? And then that's where Mike said, why don't we ask Brian, Brian Hale, who is the uh, CEO and chairman of the Bing Con, or Bing uh, Art Center, if maybe we would, you know, could do a show at his place, at the Bing itself, some of the funds would go to the Bing to help support it because it's yep. a nonprofit. And we talked to Brian. We kind of sketched out what we wanted. He's like, "Sounds great. Let's do it." So we uh, we came up with a stupid, crazy idea. I think it was like in April of 2014. We jammed the show together. I started it all up on Facebook. It was basically as grassroots as you can get. And we had tables sold out by I think June, and the show nice. was in August. So um, we had crammed in about 27 tables. Uh, I could have maybe done 23. It was a little tight. <laughs> In fact, I, it was it was really tight. But we had a great time. Um, we were just. It was one of those things where we threw a convention and nobody came. But you know what? They came. Um, we were shocked by how many people showed up at the show. Uh, it was just through Facebook and, and you know word of mouth. No, that's great. We were so surprised. We had, you know, at I one mean, point... there's definitely a thirst for it in the area. Yeah. I don't know if it's a thirst as on a grand scale of saying, like, doing a Boston or a Terrificon. Yeah. But, like, definitely these smaller shows, I I think fans appreciate these kind of shows more. And they get burnt out on the big shows at oh, this point. Oh, I think point. so, too. That's why someone like, you know, Richard Pini says, he comes to me after I've, I've invited him to our show. He's come out. He's done his first day. At the end of the show, he goes, I would do your show anytime you want me to come out. He goes, I'm not running around from panel to panel. Yeah. I'm hanging out with all these really cool people, and I'm chatting, and I'm signing books, and I'm having a great time. He offered to sell me some uh, original ElfQuest books, because my one through eight aren't originals. I was just like, Richard, I can't afford that. <laughs> oh, is that the magazine size? Yeah, oh, yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got a whole run of those. Oh, I've got uh, nine through... I want to say 27 all originals and okay. one through eights all like third, fourth, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I've got I've got I one love through that 12. Stuff. It's all still through Warp Graphics. And I, I just cannot and believe Wendy. like with all these movies and TV shows coming out, nobody's tapped that and was like, ElfQuest would right. be so um, much potential. Let's see how the Dark Crystal does. Because I'm a little if scared you, with that one. Well, I tell you, if you look at the Gelflings. Yeah. I can see the elves being done. Yep. I can. It's. I think it could really, really be done. And then once they do ElfQuest, then they could possibly look at doing, you know, like a Chronicles of Sharpay, oh. uh, you know, live motion CG animation show. Uh, hey, <laughs> if I if we could sell even just have it, you know, looked at as a license, that would make my day. I'd love to see the the short little wrinkly guy up on the big screen. Oh yeah. So. No, I, I, I'm really interested in seeing what they do with the Dark Crystal. It's my favorite Jim Henson movie as yep. from a kid, like because it was so different from most of that other stuff. I mean, Labyrinth came close, but this was like really dark and weird yeah, crap yeah. going on. And I, like, I, you know, I really like Labyrinth, but there's some really kind of hokey, jokey stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. And a lot of the dancing stuff that just doesn't do it for me. No, yeah. Whereas 
I dark mean, crystal. I love it for what it is, but yeah. like the dark crystal was just serious tone yep. throughout the whole thing. I agree. The Sketskis, the the uh, I can't even remember the the big guys' names, but the the Mystics. Yeah, the Mystics. The, the, like there was the even the the guy that did the the voice for the whole thing, like doing the story, the monologue. Oh, doing the voiceover. Yeah, yeah. it was it was just like in the time of this. It right. was just like. Got sucked right in right away. Yeah. I really hope they keep with that kind of same kind of feel throughout this. I think they will because they they know that it was a success. It wasn't this big big blockbuster, but it has such a following no, yeah. now. Oh, it really does. That I think that they know that if it's not broken, don't break it. Let's just expand on the universe. Give them the story that they've been looking for. We got ten episodes to play around with. Um, if anybody if it gets screwed up, then it's our own fault. Mm. Especially when you do ten, you know, two, ten episodes like that, you've got to know what you're looking at and what yeah. your product is going to be. Uh, I'm just being distracted. Roller derby girls. Roller derby <laughs> girls with shiny, yeah. shiny mirror pants. <laughs> what if somebody gets killed? Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Mark. Besides doing Bing Con, you actually do your own comics. I do. You are an amazing artist. You've done quite a few Jar Jar pictures for me that I absolutely love and cherish. What are your books actually? Uh, Dogs, uh, Dogs of War, right? Dogs of War was the Crusade book. Crusade. Um, initially, we started off with Swords of Sharpay, Sword. okay. Guns of Sharpay. We did um, Dogs of War through Crusade. The first two miniseries were done at Caliber Press. And now Tom and I are compiling everything, every little scrap of dog stuff we have, and it's going to be coming out as a 300-plus page uh, graphic novel through nice. um, Ingram Spark. So it's it's Ingram's um, way of helping people self-publish. Uh, so it's going to be a graphic novel, soft cover, 300-plus pages. It's going to be probably up on Barnes and Noble in about a month. Nice. And then from there it will go into Amazon. No uh, crowdfunding. No crowdfunding. Look at you. No, I spent all that time rescanning artwork and designing the whole thing, and I put it together. Tom gave me his blessing. He's written me a few extra pieces here and there. Um, I just as of today, no kidding, Mike Dobbs, listen to this. Steve Bissett <laughs> sent me his uh, forward. So I've been kind of waiting for it. I know Steve's very busy, but there's only two people in the world that could do a forward for this book. One of them is Steve Bissett because he introduced Tom Snogoski and I together. He's the one that put us together and, and started our, our, you know, our, our team. The other guy would have been Gary Reed. He was our first publisher at, at Caliber Press, okay. but Gary sadly passed away two years ago. Fucking um, Gary, dude, like, just know, to get out of doing a, a forward? <laughs> Gary, I know you love us. And actually, I just started doing some more work for Gary for Caliber. Um, they were expanding into different products. They just expanded into zombie soda. Oh, no kidding. So they have, I was, able, I was able to do um, a label for one of their zombie sodas. So that was kind of fun. And then he's like, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about maybe doing some books down the road. Nice. And then sadly, he passed away. So anyways, uh, the Chronicles will be out in about a month. Uh, once that's done, my ongoing project is a self-published book I'm doing called Nomad. Yep. It's a science fiction story, uh, superhero-ish, with lots of different creatures and aliens and good versus bad, uh, a little mysticism thrown in. Um, I've got one and two done. Three, four, five scripts are written. Sixth is on its way. And I've got all the covers drawn for the whole series. Nice. 
I just now have to sit down and start drawing. Are you self-publishing these as well? I'm self-publishing these, and then, you know, I easily, I just go through a Kablam, and I do print-on-demand. I schlep them around the conventions, but then when everything is done, uh, I'm going to publish them through Ingram Spark, do a nice big 300-plus uh, page, uh, probably more like 400-page uh, graphic novel. Yeah. It's 8 by 8 uh, square bound. Uh, I'm also going to be able to do a hardcover for it, oh. and that will probably be in a few years, and that will uh, you know, end up being on Barnes & Noble. You got the next few years planned out. I got the next few years. Plus, I also just did, um, I've been doing some production work with Steve Bissett on two ongoing uh, sketchbooks that he's going to be having coming out. Also going through Ingram Spark. So they'll be up on Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And he'll be doing the convention circuit, I believe, even though I know he really hates it. Uh, but it's been great because he's been, he's been sending me these scans of all these sketches and artwork that he's done. And I've been compiling them into these graphic novel type setups. Uh, and I had just finished... Um, Helping a, a local guy, uh, Wild Bill. Wild Bill is an interesting fellow. Oh, hold on. You're not talking about Wild Bill's drinks. No, not Wild Bill's oh, drinks. Oh, okay. Uh, Wild Bill is a local writer. He's using the name Wild Bill just because of the subject matter of his graphic novel. Oh. But I did all the scanning and I colored the cover. I did all the lettering. Um, a wonderful artist named Danielle Holmes has done the interiors. And it's called Tales of the Runway. And it's... Um, Interesting little stories told to Wild Bill by exotic dancers. All the little weird stuff that oh. you think goes on in strip clubs, it does. And it's even worse than you think. Oh, I can imagine. I, as an Uber driver, I, I got to hear lots of horror stories from all sorts yeah. of people. And like, people ask me, like, are the Uber stories true? I'm like, I've never actually personally had one any, any of them, but like, I've heard a lot of them from other people. Right. So Wild Bill's um, asked me to, you know, keep his name discreet. Yep. Uh, the book is done. He actually was stopped by the show today, showed me a copy of it. It looks great. I had a couple tweaks for him to make with the printer. Uh, but beyond that, it's ready to go. It's up on um, Amazon. It's up on Barnes & Noble. Nice. Uh, so it's called Tales of the Runway. Just look for Danielle Holmes and Wild Bill. And uh, I think everybody who, who checks it out will, will get their eyes opened. And I, I really think... You know, for her first published work, Danielle did a really good job. Uh, Bill came to me and he wanted me to draw it. And I said, Bill, I'd love to draw it. You know, I really like your script. I like the whole subject matter. I just don't draw really good women. I don't draw yeah, pinup stuff. And unless it's, you want to make them look like dogs or yeah, furry into, dogs, like, some no. kind of crazy like out suit, like build up like stocky, yeah. big stocky strippers. Like. I, mean, I could easily <laughs> lay it out and do the storytelling. Amazon strippers. There you but go. It would just be a torture, torture for me to draw. You know the, scant, make the scantily clad women, like, and, very soft and. Like, and I would be a yeah. perfectionist. I would drive myself nuts. So, yeah. <laughs> Tales from the Runway is out and about, and uh, Wild Bill's going to be doing a uh, a book launch in Springfield. So uh, we're looking forward to having him come down cool. and get together. He's going to be at the Bing as well. It's not going to be at the Bing. Oh, it's, it's, it's an in, oh yeah, that might be a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's an invite yeah. only, <laughs> and he will be reaching out to friends and family and inviting them to go to uh, a specific club in downtown Springfield. Would that be the club that we all know? No, no, actually it's oh, not. it's not. No, it's a different club. Oh, uh, nothing we're to not do talking with, about the Fifth Alarm or anything, Nothing right? to do with uh, dancing. Oh, no, it's de no dancers. Oh. No dancers. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I wish Wild Bill best of luck on that book. Yeah. 
Well, Wild Bill's not. He, he's go. He's using the syndrome just because his employer is a little, oh, I can, uh, little straight laced. Yeah, I, I had one of those employers once. Yeah, okay. It was an interesting time. Yeah, and, and Bill, <laughs> would, Bill would like to keep his. Uh, he'd like to keep his job. Yeah, I should have known before. <laughs> well, anyways, Mark, thank you. Thank you, uh, Jeremy. The Bing, October 26, 2019, Springfield, Mass. At Trinity Methodist, Methodist Church. Church. Uh, it's on Sumner Avenue. Yep, Sumner Ave. It's uh, it's the biggest street in Spring. Everybody knows where it is. Yep. It's a nice neighborhood too. Don't be scared to yep. go to Springfield. Forest Park is right yep. there. It, the show runs uh, 11 it, to 5. And, and the, the church is huge. You won't drive by it and be like, where is this place? Right, right. And anybody coming out for the day, it's not just us. It's also checking out Forest Park. Oh, yeah. The, uh, drive down the hill, down, and you've got MGMs. Jump over to Aguam and hit up Riverside. Well, go over to Riverside. Uh, Six Flags. Six Flags. Right. Um, Plus, MGM is there. They can go down. They can hang out at the casino. It's or, not just the casino. There's beautiful theaters there. North Hampton and East Hampton and stuff, they have new dispensaries and stuff. And Chickabee, too. <laughs> oh, Chickabee's got one now. Chickabee I just opened up that. last week. Look at that. I don't like them. I've not found them to be fun. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. All right, All right Mark. Uh, thank you. And uh, thanks for being on the Loose Cannon Show. Thank you, Jar Jar. Loose Cannon.